This is the Cleveland Guardians Fancast with your host, Quincy Wheeler, a podcast about the Cleveland Guardians and their fans. to the Cleveland Guardians Fancast. I'm your host, Quincy Wheeler. You can find us at Guardian Fancast on Twitter. You can email me at Quincy at GuardiansFancast.com. As we head into a three-game series against Minnesota, I want to apologize to those of you I misled yesterday when I said we were facing a five-game series. I flipped uh, which series that is. It's the next series against Minnesota that's five games. This one coming up is only three games, so apologize about that. Still a big three-game series. Be great to win this series. Find a way to do it. Hopefully, the number one thing we want to hear is that Jose's uh, thumb is feeling better and he's able to be in the lineup on Tuesday. Looks like the news is that Nick Sandlin's heading down to Columbus to try to figure things out, which I think is a good thing. I'm a big believer in Nick Sandlin, but I think he's really got to get more consistent reps and try to get that... uh, those breaking pitch, breaking ball pitches, especially in the strike zone, consistently before he's going to be a reliable option out there. So, kind of exciting to see Carlos Vargas start pitching for um, the uh, uh, for the Akron Rubber Ducks. He's got that 97 to 101 mile an hour fastball and a wipeout slider, so he could very well be a back end option for this team. If things go well for him, his first performance was good, and we'll see how things go. It's kind of amazing the wealth of relief options that the Guardians have. In fact, I'm not really sure that I want them to give up uh, prospects for relievers because of all the relief options they have. I'd rather see them pursue a starter with some of their prospects, starting pitcher. Uh, and And also, of course, a catcher still would like to see that. Bo Naylor heading up to Columbus is an exciting thing, but still think he's probably unlikely to be the team's starting catcher right away, and certainly not until the beginning of 2023 at the earliest. So still would like to see them add another major league quality catcher if that could be a possibility with some of the prospects that they have. Fran Reyes is coming back uh, today, so very excited about that. Now... Here's the thing. I know people are down on Fran Reyes because he's had an atrocious start to the year, a 55 WRC+. I will note that Fran has an expected WOBA of 304, which isn't great, but it also isn't terrible. The WRC plus of 55 is terrible. So some of it is he's been getting unlucky. He's hit some balls really hard that have turned into outs instead of home runs. So that's something to keep in mind. That should even itself out. I mean, the main problem has been his 39% strikeout rate. That just is not really going to fly. But if I were to tell you that there was a player available who at the major league level had put up seasons of 498 slugging, 512 slugging, 450 slugging, and 522 slugging, and ask you if you'd like that player on our team, and then I'd tell you that he was right-handed, you would say, absolutely, give me that player on my team. 
if only we could get the 522 slugging from last year, Franville, and the 28.6 strikeout rate and 10% walk rate of 2020, Franville. That would be ideal. That's the player that gets you more like the 130 WRC plus that can absolutely transform this lineup. I love Fran Reyes. He just seems like a lot of fun. He also seems like he's super scary if he wants to defend his teammates. He um, is the guy that's saying, I'll always love you after a Padres game. and just seems like he's just incredibly fun. He promised big fun when he came to Cleveland, and he wants to hit the scoreboard. I'm excited for him to come back, and I'm excited to see him figure things out, and I'm confident that he will. I know a lot of the discussion around... Cleveland has been Miles Straw, firm believer in Miles Straw as a major league starter, but I know that there are those who are advocating that he should be more like a fourth outfielder. Now, I definitely think he should bat eighth or ninth in the order, but I just am not ready to give up on the idea that he should be able to walk and should be able to get enough double singles to make it work with the elite defense that he plays. But you can't really punt hitting for center field and catcher. Like you have to have hitting at one of those positions. If you're going to put hit, punt hitting at one position, basically that's fine. And Miles Straw would be a great choice for it. Austin Hedges would also not be a bad choice for it. Even though his version of not hitting is even worse than Miles Straw's version of not hitting. But it, both of them are absolutely elite defenders. You just can't have both in your lineup if you really want to make a push for the playoffs. So hoping that Miles Straw figures things out and makes that a non-issue, but also hoping that the team trades for a catcher. It is tempting, I have to say, to wonder if Miles Straw is a fourth outfielder and because then Stephen Kwan plays center and Straw can come in at any position. You can get rid of Mercado right away. You get Palacios some at-bats in left and Oscar Gonzalez some bats in right field. I have to admit that my mind has gone there but I remain utterly committed to the idea that Miles Straw is a starting outfielder, not just because the Guardians signed to an extension, but because I've seen it, and I think I see signs of him starting to snap out of it a little bit. But those are two guys that the team really needs to turn things around. I've been giving some thought to Tyler Freeman, because over the month of June, Tyler Freeman has a batting average of 290 on-base percentage of 405 and a slugging of 371, which is pretty normal for Tyler Freeman. He's going to get on base a good bit. He's going to get hits, but he's not going to slug much. Sound familiar to some other guys that we have? Uh, one thing that's big about Tyler Freeman is that he has a talent of being able to be hit by pitch. Uh, and it seems like something he's probably going to be able to keep with him, being able to getting to get hit by a pitch. And that keeps his on-base percentage up. But does it put him at increased risk of injury is something that you have to consider. I wonder if the team is giving thought to maybe playing uh, Tyler of how they're going to play Tyler Freeman, Owen Miller, and Andres Jimenez at second base because it seems like all of them are kind of aiming towards second base if Arias is going to play shortstop and if Armand Rosario is going to continue to play shortstop. I also even thought to myself this week, what if Ahmed Rosario, what if you just extended Ahmed Rosario and made him your utility infielder and had him work on the outfield position? 
I'm not saying the team's going to do that, but the fact that all of us are dedicated to the idea that they're going to trade Ahmed makes me wonder if we should consider the possibility that they may say, hey, this is the right-handed bat that we need because Ahmed does hit left-handers well, and that's where his power is mostly against left-handed pitching, which is pretty much what the Guardians need off the bench because they have so many good left-handed hitters. Those are some things that have been circling in my mind, and I've got some fun things planned for the podcast, fun things planned for us to talk about, but I just spend so much time each day just, you know, when I have a little idle time to myself thinking about, like, how are the Guardians going to sort all these roster issues out? And I find it fun to think about, and that's why I do it, but it also can be a little stressful, you know? Just so many good players, how do you make sure that you're making the right decisions, and where does the team even need to add to the team? I know Nunzio Izzo on Twitter, he said we need to start thinking about, you know, having a better quality of a bench than we've ever had, and I think that's true. But I don't know that I would say that I want to see Owen Miller or Ahmed Rosario over Ernie Clement, because Ernie Clement has an amazing glove, and his bat isn't quite good enough to be a starter, and that to me seems like the perfect option for a utility player, but not for a bench bat per se, somebody that you can pinch hit and get in the game. Clement, in an extreme situation, can be your pinch hitter, and you're going to be pretty confident that he's going to find a way to put up a decent at-bat. Doesn't always happen, but pretty confident. Um, and then he's fast enough runner, so he can be a pinch runner. But the big thing about him is he's got the glove to play for third base or second base or shortstop if need be, or first base if need be, or also in the outfield. And that's absolutely key to have a player like that in your team. Not sure you have that with Owen Miller and or Tyler Freeman, if he was an option, or Ahmed Rosario. We've seen him in the outfield and it doesn't look good. So some things to think about there as we follow this team over the next few days. Just constantly seeing who's got the ability to stick and to make the team say, hey, this is a part of our permanent future, and who might be a possibility for them to move on from. I think this is going to be one of the most fascinating end of Junes into Julys that the Cleveland Guardians have ever had. And the sorting through of all these players makes this season just so exciting. And then on top of that, we find ourselves right in the middle of a division race. It's a good time to be a Guardians fan. If you didn't leave the team because the name change, if you were mad about the name change, but you didn't leave the team, congratulations to you because this is a good time to be a Guardians fan and a good time to root for some amazing and fun players. None more fun than Fran Reyes. Expect him to come back and hit to the best of his ability and be a valuable piece for this team. This has been the Cleveland Guardians FanCast. You can find us Monday through Friday on any podcast service that you prefer. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, like, and download so that we can continue to produce these podcasts for your enjoyment.